Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, a show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Band of Brothers. about another new series on this here program, except, and I've talked about this before multiple times in, like, the lead-up to this discussion, but I'll reiterate once more, for those of you who didn't listen to those lead-up episodes, didn't listen to those poll episodes, uh, what's different about this particular season of the Television Archive, as opposed to, oops, hit the mic, Sorry about that. Uh, What's different about this particular discussion, as opposed to every other show I've discussed on the television archive leading up to this, for the first time on this podcast, I am discussing a series that up until this point, I have not had any experience with. Uh, I have not seen a single second of Band of Brothers before today. Today was my first exposure to the series, so I, I'm i going into this discussion blind. Like, I don't know where it's going. I don't know what the ultimate end product's gonna be. You're literally just getting hot takes as I'm watching. I was about to say in real time, but obviously it can't be in real time because I've already watched the episode and then I'm gonna discuss afterwards. You know what I mean. You are getting the hot takes as they come, episode by episode. So this is going to be a a very different form of television archive. And hey, maybe this will work. And if it does, I'll do uh, more types of discussions like this, where I like have no idea 
<laughs> what to expect going in, and then sort of delivering my hot takes. But anyway, for my first exposure to Band of Brothers with this pilot episode, I must say, I like, I like what I'm seeing. This was a good premiere episode. This was a solid pilot. Uh, did it blow me away? Not really. Although, I expect it's because that this very much feels like a prologue. Like, it's very much helmed like this is calm before the storm. It's very much helmed like, okay, this is the ramp up to the real story. And I could be entirely wrong about that. I'm sorry if I am. Uh, maybe this just is the show, in which case, eh, whatever. I'll end up enjoying it for nine episodes, because I enjoyed it for this first episode. But this does very much feel like a prologue. This does very much feel like place setting. But as far as place setting goes, it's pretty damn good place setting. Uh, now, since this is the first episode, I want to very briefly get out some technical praises. Uh, just right at the top. Uh, performances, everyone here does a great job. This is a great ensemble cast that I love immediately. Uh, everyone in this show is very, very good in their respective roles, and I'm very excited to see what they do, uh, in the next nine episodes past this. Uh, it is very well directed, very well made. This is a very nice looking, uh, very well crafted series. Uh, and they do a great job character-wise, of making everyone feel down-to-earth and relatable and very likable. Uh, this show is doing something very, very well where it doesn't try to over-dramatize characters. It doesn't try to over-exaggerate certain qualities of a World War II soldier. It just decides to take a very uncinematic approach and say, no, these are people. These are people who went to war back in the 40s, uh, went to war with the Nazis, went to war with the Japanese, uh, went to war with uh, the Axis powers, and they were just normal dudes who showed up and brought their skills, and then they fought, and then some of them came back, some of them didn't. Uh, but they present characters in this show in a very matter-of-fact way. Uh, which for a show like Band of Brothers, for a show that's trying to be like a very grounded, down-to-earth war drama, uh, is probably the best possible way to write your characters. Uh, and I do like the little touch they added in here, where they started off the episode, and I'm not sure if this is just for the pilot, or if this is like a thing they do at the beginning of every single episode of Band of Brothers... I don't know. I don't I don't know if they're going to continue doing this. I I kind of hope they do because it would be nice to have just have like every episode start off with this little vignette, but if they don't whatever. But I like how they started this with little interviews with actual World War II vets. They started this out and it was just a bunch of old World War II guys talking about what got them into the army? Uh, what got them into the war? 
Uh, the fact that it was a different time, that there was more of a clear-cut, good guy here, bad guy there mentality. And it was just like, we were attacked, now we have to go serve our country. Like, it was a much simpler time in those regards, where you just did your duty, and that was it, and there was no questions. Uh, in fact, one of the vets flat out says, it's not Vietnam. It's not like this weird, mushy middle where no one's really sure if we should be there or not. Like, this is just clear-cut. We were attacked. We have to fight this war. Do your duty. And there was just such a passion there. Uh, in fact, there was even, I believe there was one moment where one of these guys said, like, yeah, I had a couple friends who killed themselves because they couldn't go. It's just like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, that... That's something. Uh, and then, eventually, they talk about the Airborne, which... This entire show takes place around a company in the Airborne. Around a company of paratroopers. And... They talk about, like, how dangerous this is and how no one wanted to do it because it's literally just jumping out of a plane and parachuting on top of the enemy. And everyone was like, nope, 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 don't want to do that. But we'll pay you double. And I would like to do that, sir. Sign me up. <laughs> uh, but that was a nice little touch just to remind you this is a real thing. These are real people. Uh, this is actually what fighting in World War II was like. It added that little seal of approval, like that, yep, this is a historically accurate deal. Like, we're go we are going to make sure we do our job as storytellers, as documentarians, to capture this in as pure a way as possible. And if this first episode is any indication, I do think they succeeded. <laughs> I do think they very much succeeded, because this very much feels close to reality. This first episode very much felt like an unglamorized, matter-of-fact portrayal of, like, yeah, this is how the early days of fighting in World War II was like. Uh, and it takes place over two years, starting in 42, ending in 44. And it's just constant training, like... No one in this episode, at no point is there ever any, like, actual war. Which is weird to say for a war series. But, like, at no point in this episode is there any actual, like, and now we're going to war, and now we're going to have this big battle, and oh, yeah, World War II. Like, at no point is there any of that, because this is just those couple years of constant training, of constant, unforgiving preparation for eventually getting on the front lines and eventually serving in an actual war scenario. But most of this episode is just the constant training and just the mundane nature of it, the really grueling nature of it, the really kind of horrible nature of it. Like, there's moments in this show, there's moments in this episode where I was just like, is this? Is this just flat-out abuse? <laughs> like, is this... Does this even fit under the justification of this will save your life? Like, I'm pretty sure this is just flat-out abusive. Like, it's just... Uh, people do not really think that much about how 
hard like basic training stuff is. And, and granted, this is coming from someone who has never even floated the idea <laughs> of like joining any military branch. So I'm speaking in no way from experience, but just anecdotally, like, man, once you join, there is a lot of really hard training days that no one really wants to talk about, because that is not the glamorous portion of the military. And you just have this, like, hard-ass, just constant barrage of insane scenarios thrown at you because, like, commanding officers are kind of hard asses like that and they're going to throw everything at you just to make sure that you're at peak quality to fight in the U.S. Army, uh, to fight in the U.S. military, and not just some schlub (laughs) who is just going to act like a complete embarrassment and get killed immediately. Uh, and I love, like, just the constant repetition, uh, especially towards the beginning, uh, when they're at the first stage, when they're at that first little training base, where freaking David Schwimmer, which, by the way, uh, what the hell is David Schwimmer doing in this? That's weird. <laughs> Did not expect to see David Schwimmer here, especially not as, like, hard-ass commanding officer dude, but, eh, Whatever. Uh, but he's just working them to the bone, constantly having them, like, run up and down this freaking hill. And just, like, over and over and over again. Uh, he'd use it as a disciplinary measure whenever things were just the tiniest bit out of place. Uh, he'd look for excuses uh, to reprimand people. He'd look for excuses to punish them just so they'd be uh, peak, peak army drone (laughs) peak military drone basically lose all sense of individuality just do follow all your orders and uh, do the thing and uh Uh, but and i loved all of this at one point he just flat out makes shit up by the way which was really weird to see uh my favorite part of this is when schwimmer Uh, His character's name is Sobel, by the way. When uh, Sobel is like, hey, let's give these boys a special meal. uh, Because they're having a day off. And he's like, hey, let's fill them up with spaghetti. And they're just like ravaging the spaghetti because it's the best food they've had since joining up. And then halfway through the meal... Sobel just barges in and is like, no day off for you, do the running thing on a full stomach. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, this is brutal. <laughs> that was so unnecessary. Um, But I also like like how they keep building up that training, building up that training, building up that training. And eventually, they pass some more training. It's especially great how, like, oh, yeah, now we're starting. Now we're going. Now this is the big deal. And there's more training. Like, hey, we became paratroopers. Eh, more training. 
eh, we're shipping out uh, more training. <laughs> like, every time you would think that it's just like, okay, now magically on the front lines, like any movie would, anytime you think we're getting there, it's just like, and more training. And I especially love the arc of Sobel, the arc of David Schwimmer's character, where he starts out big hard ass, loves feeling superior, uh, basically working this, these guys way more than necessary just to get the glory of having like the best division, <laughs> just to have like the best company. But he keeps hammering them, hammering them, hammering them, acting superior, acting superior, acting superior. Uh, getting the glory, getting the glory, getting the glory, and then you put him in the field, and then you put him in actual war games where he has actual responsibility beyond just flat out abusing these assholes. And then he's just like, oh, 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 I can't function. Like, you get there, and he's just like an incompetent moron. And so a large part of this episode ends up being... Okay, yeah, this guy's kinda not great. This con- this guy's a big hypocrite. This guy's a big fraud. Uh, and he will get them into really stupid scenarios uh, where they will lose a war game just by sheer stupidity. Or they'll get completely lost and ruin a drill or whatever. And it's, it'll just, (laughs) it'll just be this ridiculous instance of you're clearly an idiot and yet you're holding everyone else to a higher standard than yourself. You're clearly incompetent and yet you're acting as if you're superior to everyone else simply because you have the title. And like very quickly everyone loses respect for him to the point where... Like, they're, like, flat-out mutinying, casually. And I especially love this one sequence uh, where Sobel's second-in-command just flat-out does his job. (laughs) Just flat-out does exactly what he was told. But in doing exactly what he was told, he looks better than Sobel. So Sobel's like, uh, you didn't follow my orders. Court Marshal! Uh, <laughs> and it's just like, what the hell? You are an asshole. You are the worst person. And then there's literally just like this uprising in the ranks of just formally going over Sobel's head and saying, uh, yo, we don't want to be an easy company anymore. And the dude's like, ah, what are you talking about? Get out! Just. <laughs> Okay, now let's go over to Sobel and just transfer him over to some dead-end school where he'll, he won't F anything up ever again and just get a new commanding officer in there. That's, that's, that, that, it's fine. Just, uh, just stealthily get him out of there. So, Sobel Fs off. And then everyone else is like, hey, we're actually fighting now. And we're actually now in a real-time war scenario, and... Uh, we spend the last little bit of this episode prepping for D-Day, prepping for Invasion of Normandy, prep- prepping for this Operation Overlord deal, or whatever it's called. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Overlord. 
And we get, like, slowly this shift from, like, just the messing around, theoretical, eventually we'll get to war, to, like, slowly everyone starting to realize, oh, wait, this is a real thing. Oh, wait, this is an actual thing that's happening. And everything, everyone starts to get a little more somber. Everyone starts to get a little more serious. Everyone starts to sort of get that lighthearted spirit out. And it's just like, oh, wait, we're actually doing this and we may actually die. Uh, there's that one moment where one high-ranking officer is going around saying, Hey, uh, if you haven't uh, approved your life insurance policy, uh, get that done with. Uh, don't let your families miss out on $10,000. Like, just sort of like, yeah, some of you are going to die. Make sure your family gets their money if you do die. (laughs) Like, just prepping for, like, the worst case scenario. Like, and then you have that ending where they're all taken off, and it's just like, we're about, like, shit's about to kick off. And then the episode ends, sort of cementing its place as prologue. Uh, Really, my big issue with this episode, the thing that kept me from loving it, is that I think it goes on way too long. Considering that this is very clearly prologue, considering that this is very clearly ramp up, I don't think it needed to be an hour and ten minutes. I think they very easily could have done a crisp 45 and the message would have stayed the same. Uh, The intent of the episode would have stayed the same. I don't think they needed to dwell on this part of the narrative for that long of a time. But it's still good. It's a solid episode. It's a solid opening to this series. Uh, And I cannot wait to see how the next nine episodes play out. I cannot wait to see uh, how the remaining 90% of this show goes. Uh, Because I definitely got a good first impression with this episode. Uh, So yeah, get ready for more of my band of brothers hot takes. Woo! Uh, If you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcast or app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just to push up a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you... You can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing episode two. Talk to you then.